0: They say that experience is the best teacher, and the best way to learn from experience is to learn from others who have already found success. For this season of the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast, Michael has lined up a great group of successful people who will share their stories of how they got started and some powerful lessons from their accomplishments. He'll also be introducing you to people who are just starting on their entrepreneurship journey to share what they've learned so far. Success is not just about money, and we'll meet some people who've been successful in very unique ways. Entrepreneurship is an exciting journey, and we're glad to be along for the ride with you. Here's your host, the guy who knows a guy, Michael Whitehouse. Hello, welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. Our guest today, who I'm very excited to have here, is Ken Krell of Amazing Digital Events. He is the world's leading trainer on profitable digital events, and I believe he is also the geographically farthest away guest I've had because I don't know if there's any way to be farther. He's in Sydney, Australia. Ken, how are you and how are things in Sydney?
1: Uh, Well, greetings from the land of lockdown once again. Uh, (laughs) It's so much for being evergreen. Uh, So (laughs) it's great to be with you, Michael. And it's great to be so far away from the rest of everybody, actually. It's been (laughs) one of the (laughs) things that sounds so antisocial, doesn't it? Uh, But it it really does... uh, allow for us to go digital and, mm-hmm. and really maximize the power of this whole online experience that we've got. So it's kind of fun. And and it's kind of fun also to be unique in being so far away. Before here, I was in Bangkok. So I've been gone from North America for a really long time.
0: Wow. Yeah. So our listeners may notice you don't sound Australian. So not, where, where are you from originally?
1: Originally from New York. Okay. So originally from New York. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, now there's even traveling the world. And, and uh, so this must be a, a very... Fascinating time as someone who's training on profitable digital events.
1: You know, is this whole thing about COVID, and I'm certainly, I don't want to mitigate, you know uh, minimize the damage that COVID has cost because it's, it's just been devastating. But so many of us have had our best years ever because we pivoted, and that's become kind of a buzzword, uh, and really shifted into what the opportunities have been given this whole lockdown scenario and i gotta tell you that if you if you were able to as a speaker influencer coach trainer whatever uh, make make that shift into delivering your content in a way that's online then you typically got very successful those who were afraid to do that or or didn't embrace it suffered and having started that in 2009 with my first digital events uh, this was a piece of cake this mean the transition was like non-existent it was it was like Oh, are we locked down? Gee whiz! I work from home. What's the difference? It made no difference to me. Uh, now you're seeing one of my children here. For those of you that are watching on uh, on video, I just adopted <laughs> two. I just adopted two little monsters a couple months ago, and they, they now run me. So they, they, they may make a, a guest appearance because, God forbid, they should not be included in anything that we do.
0: And, um, and for those who are, who are listening, uh, it's a cat. That, yeah, the monster there, there, there,
1: right. there, are, there are two little monsters, Max and Leo. They're six months old. They like to chew on wires. So if we get disconnected, we'll blame them. Okay. Uh, or you may be hearing me say, no, stop. That's also part of it. Okay, but, yeah. but, but, but I will tell you this. It's, it's, impor- it's important to recognize that one of the secrets to success in digital, as well as really uh, in-person events, is that you want to be as transparent and open with your audience as you can be. So when your your child shows up on screen or when your wife or husband comes in uh, or significant other comes in and gives you a peck on the cheek to say he or she's going to get coffee, whatever it happens to be, um, or the the cattail kind of runs across the screen, uh, <laughs> it makes you human. And people mm-hmm. love this. People love to see that. They don't want to see some officious uh, programming going on. They want to see the real thing. And that's this whole past, what, 15, 18 months or whatever that we have seen transparency, newscasters coming from home and and all this. It's It's really humanized so much of our communication. And I can tell you that as a person who has sold multiple millions of dollars from physical stages all over the planet for the past 40 years, I can tell you that this ability for us to be as not even casual, but transparent and, and open hearted with our communications translates into a lot of money translates into a lot of money and a deeper connection. I think than many of us have seen even in the physical realm.
0: Yeah. And that's, I've really found that I'm more connected to people now. Um, yeah. Cause we're not bound by geography and travel and whatnot. And actually that ties into why I'm, I'm doing this, this third season of the podcast is in terms of transparency, because I've gotten all kinds of different advice. You know, my, my business is a COVID pivot. I was selling magazine ads in a local community. Everything I did was in, within 20 miles yeah. in June of last year, you know, one year ago as we record this. And by August, I was coaching people all over the world. And it was a huge, huge I got all this different advice, all from be transparent all the way to don't let anyone know any of your weaknesses, be the expert, charge a zillion dollars. And you know, fake until you make, it and you'll figure it out. And so, when I went to uh, Strategic Alliance Live, which is where where we met, I mm-hmm. said, "There's a lot of amazing, successful people here. I should get them all on the podcast, find mm-hmm. out how they did it, learn from them, and 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 share authentically my journey, and not try to be, you know, look how successful I am and I know everything." Instead, you know, I'm the guy who knows a guy. I'm not the guy who knows everything. I'm just the guy who knows everyone. So, mm-hmm. instead of Instead of being me and my expertise, it's my network's expertise, which is why I wanted to bring bring you here. And so the two things I really wanted to get into is one, how you you know how you did it, so mm-hmm. lessons people can learn, mm-hmm. uh, and then then of course anything you know your expertise specifically, and and what they can learn from that as well.
1: Okay, well first of all, how I got here, I slept my way to the top, you know, as everyone does.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Slept on couches, <laughs> slept in your car, slept on.
1: Uh, you know, my mom's couch for many for for quite some time. Uh, so yes, I slept my way to the top. Um, it did sound better when I first thought about saying it. Uh, uh, so, I liked it; it was good. <laughs> so, just like you know, another Hollywood star, I slept my way to the top. Uh, no, you know the it, the the journey to success is one of those not straight journeys, you know, there, to, there's, to me, there's very few people that have gone from, you know, zero to multi gazillions overnight. And, and most of those have been probably the young techie people uh, who, got, who just got lucky and didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I began my speaking career at age 24, I think it was, um, after my first bankruptcy. Yeah, my first. That would would imply that there was a second. And yes, there was because uh, wow. I'm, I'm a high achiever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and not everyone can do two bankruptcies. I'm not going to go for three, but you know there, there were two. Uh, and they were business-related and devastating, both of them devastating. One resulted in a heart attack, actually. Uh, so yeah, not, not fun. Uh, but I will say that the pain and suffering of all that has added this magic word called wisdom and you nobody nobody can compete with wisdom you know you mm-hmm. got all these when I was when I was doing real estate trainings and I, did, I trained real estate investors for literally for decades um, they began to replace us seasoned old-timers with these new people that had like a year or two of so-called experience you know they took a training bought a few houses and then they were experts meanwhile you know I've been doing millions of dollars of real estate and transactions, ran a mortgage, owned a mortgage company, uh, transformed the way houses were financed in us Virgin islands and, you know, on and on and on. And they thought they could replace me with people that had, you know, virtually no experience. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to fly in an airplane, I want that pilot having, you know, thousands of hours of flight time, not someone that's got out of flight school. It's just something about, Even
0: even with the youthful energy, I still want the experience. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so to, to that end, uh, wisdom of having been through all the, you know, the ups and downs really gives you a perspective, gives me a perspective as to what works, what doesn't work and why. More important is the why that -hmm. things do or don't work. So that way you can make intelligent decisions uh, on policy and on strategy. And just to say, you know, make sure you use this type of glass doesn't tell you why this type of glass is better on camera or not? And I'm just making this up right over here mm-hmm. for those who are listening. Uh, and I'm holding a glass just as <laughs> just to demonstrate. Uh, but you, you know, but there's reasons behind everything that we're doing. Uh, so, so there's that. Now, I mean, I, I will, and I also tell you this: I have been a master of so many things. I've been the best general practitioner out there. At, but gen, general practitioners don't make the big money; specialists do. Mm -hmm. And so I'd always been wondering, what would it be that I should be known for? What should be my secret sauce? You know, you've got people like Jeff Walker's known for his product launch formula, and you've got Ryan Levesque known for his ask thing, and which is nothing more than questions, you know, and surveys. Oh joy, that's unique. But he branded it. He did a brilliant job, created a multi-billion, multi-million dollar business uh, from being creative pretty bright guy that does that sort of thing. So what was Ken going to be known for? And I searched and searched and searched and was really depressed (laughs) because I just couldn't figure out what was going to make me special. And finally in a meditation, yes, one should meditate. uh, It came to me, you know, I've how about teaching what I've done for years? How about teaching what I'm great at and among the world's best at, which is selling from the stage, but not selling from the stage like any other person on a platform, on a physical platform, because the market shifted, but Mm -hmm. selling from the stage that is the digital stage. I don't call it virtual because this is as real as we're going to get. You know, a phone call, is a phone call a real conversation or is it a fake virtual conversation. Um, I yep. think real conversations for the longest time, people get married on phone calls. People break up on phone calls. They don't get pregnant on phone calls, but you know, one, <laughs> one could lead to that. So, so uh, you know, and, and you can be just as cheeky on a phone call. So they're, you know, so they're all real communications. And now that we've got video is about as real as one can get without physically being there. You know, it is as, as Ma Bell used to say, the next best thing to being there. So uh, so I call them digital events to honor the fact that these really are real communications, real conversations, real experiences that we have with others. Uh, and I can tell you that with my mother, for example, um, I see her now more than when I lived 30 minutes away from her. She's, mm-hmm. she's in Miami. Uh, when I moved to Thailand 10 plus years ago, uh, we were on on Skype video calls and ultimately moved to FaceTime as technology shifted. Uh, and I got to tell you, it's, you know we see each other every day we have, we have breakfast and dinner together because we're in opposite time zones and oh yeah yeah, yeah oh it's amazing. it's fun you know it's like she's cooking and i'm cooking we we figured we could have a zoom uh tv network with mom and ken you know type of thing which we really still need to do but the the real point is that sometimes you don't know what it's going to what's going to be right for you until you know
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: and I remember all the stories like Colonel Sanders having his overnight success at age like 69 or something and Ray Kroc in his, I think, late 50s it was when he got the inspiration from McDonald's and, and on and on. So, it, you know, it's if you are out there struggling and trying to figure out what, what's it all about, Alfie, what should I do with the rest of my life, um, there's still time. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, I, I don't want you, to, I don't want people to wait terribly long, but there's still time. And I would say jump in and do something because that something will lead, that momentum will lead to something else. And that's what happened for me. So, you know, and don't let anybody tell you that uh, you've got to stay in one thing for the longest time. People would tell me so often that uh, I don't commit to things and that I'm, I'm always jumping from thing to thing. And what's, what's his next thing? It's, that's annoying as hell. And to an entrepreneur, how dare they? Uh, yeah, me too. Yep. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, if, if we go to to the buffet, which I don't know if they have buffets anymore, given, you know, given COVID, but pre buffet or just, you know, take the cruise ship, for example, when you're on that big buffet line, do you get everything or do you go back and try different things? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what life is. And so the more you try, the beautiful thing about that is that the wide experience you have of trying all these things gives you wisdom, gives you experience yep. to understand where there are commonalities and where, where things fit. If you're just stuck in doing one thing for the longest time, what, what real vision can you have? Yep. So all these yahoos, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be judgmental about it that are, you know, well, you know, you're just not focused enough. Get over it yourself. hmm You know, get, you know, how do you know? you know, I'm doing my thing and, and I'm happy doing my thing and I'll stay in as long as I decide that it, it's it, it is fun. Now there's a difference between commitment and running away and all that kind of thing. But when you're committed to your own self journey and exploration of what's possible, great. If you know, that, you know, it's like watching a movie. If you're halfway through the movie and you don't like it, get the hell out. Don't just because you spent $10 to be there doesn't mean you have to go through the next hour of pain. You know, I, I've but walked it. out of movies. I've walked out of theater. Um, and I love theater. I walked out of, I walked out of rent. Wow. I was like, this is, oh, I hated it.
0: Um, well, I, I think it's, it's a try fast, fail fast thing. You know, if, yeah, if you discover, yeah. you know, I, I figured that out, you know, last week I, I sent out an email about a program I was thinking about doing mm-hmm. and discovered it did not fit the market that I had. I could possibly attract a market, but I don't have it right now. Yep. And my first thought was, well, I got to stick with this and I got to keep, I'm like, wait, why? It's not yeah. a fit. Why don't I just change it? I don't yes. have to stick with it for six months. I can dump it after a week. That's what a market test is.
1: Totally. That's the whole idea. So yeah. we, we try, we taste different things. It's like, I mean, I tried, I had a, some some kanji for dinner for dinner tonight. It was on sale. So I tried it and mm-hmm. it was like, it was okay, but never again. But I tried, <laughs> you know, I tried it. You know, so I wasn't eating bugs uh, in, in Thailand. You can eat bugs and, and, and in, in, and, in, and <laughs> in Cambodia. You can eat birds, fried birds. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I would I, I don't want to say you should try it because I'm not willing to do it myself, but but you know, I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, it's good for the Cambodians and good for the Thais and, you know, what makes them any different or, you know, lesser than us. So try stuff. Uh, so that's, I think I would say that's probably what got me from, from being in the position of, of unhappiness and less than this. And, you know, and I did mention earlier, I was on my mom's couch. I was uh, after the real estate crash from about 10 ish or so years ago, um, I lost every, I had millions of dollars of property in Central America. I mean, mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous, oh, my God, drop dead land. You'd go to the top of our mountain, which overlooked the Pacific Ocean, and you'd just be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And uh, I lost all of it. The market was horrible, and people blame me for stealing their money. And I mean, it was a disaster. I had a heart attack over it. got major stressed out. had to go through a bankruptcy, lost my house, lost my car. I mean, everything. You want to talk about major league crash and burn. Mm -hmm. and and I had to declare bankruptcy and they thought I committed fraud. I mean, it was just, they thought I took money overseas. I mean, it was like, I was the next, the next Bernie Madoff. I'm like, guys, really? I lost more, more of my money than anyone else that was invested in this thing. You know, massive. My entire retirement, everything gone. Um, Pretty pretty devastating. And Mm -hmm. even even to talk about it now, it still feels painful. Uh, But at the end of the day, it galvanized me. I mean, what's the, what choice do you have? You either, you know, from that point forward, when literally the car, car was, was, was taken away from me house, you know, multi-million dollar house in Atlanta, taken away from me. Um, you know, on and on and on. It was, you know, just the most horrific thing. And then there were people that again, thought I stole from them, which could not have been further from the truth. Uh, you know, we had an amazing deal, but the market, who, whoever expected it was going to completely fall apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, it was pretty horrible. So, you know, how do you recover from that? Well, there's a choice. You know, you can jump out the window as they did in 1929, or you can just get back on the horse and, you know, and figure it out. And it took me years to figure it out. It it truly did. And I'm still recovering from that, frankly. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, the pain is still in there. And I've invested in real estate since, uh, and I was a big time real estate investor, but I was just like, Mm-mm. I'm thinking about it again now by going back in, into the business to some degree, but I probably won't. I'm loving what I'm doing now. I'm having the time of my life now. Uh, and I don't have to work as hard, even though I am kind of a work, addict, work addicted person. So,
0: sense.
1: yeah. So, so, you know, can I give someone any advice on what to do when all hell breaks loose? It's like, you know, recognize that there is, a light at the end of the tunnel, and and hopefully, sign an oncoming train. Uh, yep. But uh, it took it took faith. People people now are like, "How did you get through that?" I don't know. I just did. Uh, what you know? God bless my mom for being so supportive and not making me feel less than. Uh, you know, a big disappointment at age fifty plus, living on her couch, mm-hmm. in the in the living room. I mean that you know, it had to be hard on her, you know, pride and joy, prodigy, whatever, you know, just kind of a crash and burn disaster. But, you know, now she's like, she she said to me, what took you so long? Now she's standing there. I'm like, thanks, mom. Was that an insult? She goes, no, I wish you'd figured this out a long time ago because this would have been a lot easier on all of us.
0: Um, So so as I'm listening to this, one thought I had, you know, as as I always mention our I think about the person who's working, you know, two jobs. They're exhausted. Maybe they're still living at their parents' house at, at fifty because so they can't afford to move out, or they need to yeah. save money. Yeah. And and I, I as Lucy to story, I'm almost like, who's worse off? Someone who's struggling, you know, that struggling, a lot of debt, kids, whatever. Um, probably a similar financial situation to what you were in after bankruptcy. You know, yeah. Bad credit, yeah. no money, oh, but yeah. no motive, no motivation, no history of success. Yeah. Versus your situation where you were also. I mean, you, you may have had debts that, that the McDonald's guy couldn't even imagine, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, nobody thinks that they stole money, but you yeah. had the contacts and the experiences and the wisdom from having that. So, yes. so you know, how how would you compare those? And, and also for for that guy who's who's basically just struggled their whole life and never owned a mountain in Central America, um, <laughs> you know, w- yeah. what what would your advice be to them to kind of break out of that cycle?
1: You know, it's going to take courage. Frankly, it's not going to be easy. Uh, I wish I could white, you know, coat it with, um, you know, all sorts of wonderful uh, platitudes, but it's going to take getting out of your own malaise and Mm -hmm. challenging your belief that you're nothing and that you're worthless. Uh, Because I know that's how, if you're in that state, that's what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is all bullshit, frankly, and b- or I'll say it's BS, which stands for bad story. Bad stories <laughs> we tell ourselves. Uh, you know, and and by the way, all entrepreneurs seem to suffer from imposter syndrome, where we don't think we're, we're good enough. So just because you know, if you're in that state and you've been kind of a, a victim your whole life, it's because you set it up that way. And I will mm. tell you, I'm sorry to tell you, it's your fault. <laughs> you know, it is. You know, from a stage, we'll tell you, oh, it's not your fault. You were told the wrong stuff. But guess what? You live your own life. You accept your accountability. It's your fault. So stop mm-hmm. it. So get out of your own, out of your own mess. I mean, if you, if you are in a diaper, take the diaper off and go take a shower for God's sakes. Uh, I I mean, truly you're sitting in your own mess. So what did I do? I was, I was in my own mess too. Get out and volunteer, get out and do something that's different, serve other people. When you get out of yourself and start thinking about others, things magically start to shift. When -hmm. you think, how can you serve others where you are not the focal point, but they are things begin to shift. People magically seem to show up. Opportunities magically seem to show up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Results magically seem to show up. And you feel less of a a victim when you actually can make a difference in someone's life. And when you recognize that you don't have it so bad compared to others that you're helping, your perspective on yourself changes. Mm -hmm. I'll give you another, another example. There's a journal called the Five Minute Journal which is really cool. And the five minute journal is all about starting your morning with some, with some, um, uh, some gratitude, some statements of gratitude. Uh, and you end the day with what great things happened today. And you may have had the lousiest day ever, but you got to find three cool things that happened today, whether um, I, I smelled the gardenias today or uh, this this adorable girl smiled at me or whatever it happens to be that, you know, a, a bird was, you know, just chirping. And it sounded great. You know, look for something. Uh, I didn't get beaten today by my boss. You know, I'm OK, mm-hmm. cool. Something good happened. I didn't get I wasn't treated like 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 crap find three things. And and then the, there was like a trick question. I think it had a trick question It said, what would you do differently? And if you had a good day and you couldn't think of what you could do differently, then it's like, wait a minute, I wouldn't have changed today. I guess that made today a good day. Holy mackerel. I actually had a good day today. Wow. This is kind of cool. And that was remarkable for me to recognize that I actually was having a, a good life without really recognizing I was mm-hmm. having a good life so maybe it's not so bad after all. Maybe I don't have to go kill myself. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, I did. Uh, of you, people, of you, people out there that are listening and are in despair and wonder, you know, am I worth it? And you know, I can tell you that there are many times I've thought, do I really want to wake up tomorrow? Do I really want more of this crap? This is stupid. It's hard. What's the point? Life sucks. Can't we just stop? Where's the pill? You know, what can I do to stop this madness? I remember I was doing yoga. I was, I was in a downward dog thinking, how am I going to kill myself today? Yeah, which, and I, I I just saw, looked at the irony of that. Here I am working on my body and my spirit and my soul, thinking about how am I going to turn the lights out? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and it was never really serious, but. It kind of was because I just don't want to go through the pain anymore. So how do we stop the pain? Maybe we just get back on the bicycle, get on the horse, get in, you know, whatever it is, just do whatever metaphor you want and start going back for your goal again and recognize that the only person that's going to make that shift is going to be you. You're the only one that can do it. You.
0: Yeah, and- it, it, It's amazing speaking to so many successful entrepreneurs and coaches and whatnot, how many times... They have a story of at some point strongly considering suicide.
1: Yeah, Uh, you know it's funny. I I never would have discussed it. And one day, somewhere, actually, I was doing a a, a personal training, growth training a number of years ago, and I had one person give me attitudes like, you know, what would you know about this? You're, you know, you got your shit together. I'm like, dude, if you only knew. And then I kind of (laughs) like dumped on him. He's like, wow, I had no idea. Well. Yeah, you know, I'm not broadcasting that I've thought about how I was going to kill myself, you know, but, um, once I started to share that with other people, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of us mm-hmm. do. Uh, and I, and I, I think the healthier, of, healthier of us recognize that it's, you know, it's, I mean, is it not natural to stop wanting pain, you mm-hmm. know, or to want pain to stop? So it's like, yes, let's stop banging our heads against the wall. Let's stop, you know, doing things that are uncomfortable. In yoga, they tell you that if you're stretching too far and it's painful, stop doing it. Well, you know, now life's hard. Let's stop life. Okay. Maybe that's a little bit too far, but at least thinking about stopping the pain is something that's, that's healthy, you know? So, and, and when you recognize that, you know, perhaps turning the lights out permanently is maybe a little bit too far. Let's ratchet it back. That's a Mm -hmm. good idea. That's a good idea. So being, being smart enough to recognize it, I think keeps us healthy. Uh, and being able to talk about it keeps us healthy too, and keeps us Absolutely. sane. So I would never have a conversation about, yep. Um, thought about it yesterday when, you know, as long as you don't buy the gun or buy the, whatever, over mm-hmm. your health, your head, if you're going to get, kill yourself in the, in the garage or, you know, no, you know, there's no, uh, not, but, not like as, a,
0: as a thought experiment almost. Yeah,
1: it's it's what's well, the possibilities, and 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 I'll tell you, for me, what what, tur- what turned that whole thing around was, I was like, a I don't want to do that to my mother, and I'm very close to my mother. She's she's been an amazing, and I used to hate her. Actually, <laughs> she's grown up a lot. I'm really proud of how she's how she's gotten. Oh, that's good. that's good. Yeah, she yeah she I, I raised her well. Uh, good job. But but you know, at the end of the day, it was like I, st- I have more stuff to do, and I mm-hmm. want I still want to get to that point. Or at that point, wanted to get to that point where I actually have days that I enjoy and and experience that I could enjoy and love that I would enjoy. Uh, and um, I'm still working on it. Life's still a journey, mm-hmm. but the good news is that there is there is hope, uh, and there's there are possibilities. I've got a cat playing with a toilet here. They're very creative. These cats find, and I think there's a lesson here. These little these little creatures find amazing ways to entertain themselves and be mm-hmm. happy. A, a a toilet paper roll that you know, after you run out of toilet paper that, that yep, roll yep. that is now the greatest little toy that these guys are playing with on the floor. Um, <laughs> I have I have little little uh, beautiful little pebbles polished pebbles that are in the that are in my potted plants. I've got some palm trees behind me for those that are, that are uh, listening, and uh, the cats take them out and they they play with them like hockey pucks all on the floor. I've got hardwood floors, mm-hmm. you know. It's like these guys find ways to be happy. Yep. Why can't so many of us? And yes, yeah. and here and here's the piece of this, and this is I think not just a good personal way to think, but a good business way to think too. You know, if we were able to make ourselves happy, would we be more likely or less likely to whinge on others? If we were truly happy with ourselves, then would we would be. Would we be less likely? To judge others and to mm-hmm. critique others and to kill others and do all the things that 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 is happening a lot in the U.S. with all this this vitriol and hate because people just don't have the level of self-esteem. If they cared, if they loved each other, if they loved themselves, they would love each other. Absolutely. And I really think that makes a difference. So, when it comes to doing business, uh, and one of the things I teach is really to be inclusive and to again open up your heart and be real, so people feel that they matter. Uh, I, as an example. So I do, I do an event called pride, pro, uh, produce ridiculously irresistible digital events that generate wealth. And pride is a three day digital online event. It's, I do it live. I do it a few times a year and I limit the size of it so that I don't have the giant, uh, uh tv screens or the giant stadium wall of monitors for example like tony robbins does um, i limit it to, to more than 250 people in each event and i know that only about 80 percent in my case will show up and that's a really good re- ex, um, attendance rate by the way i um, have so about 200 people is who i will talk to that i can then call people out i can see them and i can say listen mary lou i love your son he's adorable or you know Tina, can you move your camera up a little bit? Because I want to see you better. I want to see your smile. When I call people out like that, and they know they're seen, it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. And even if even if I call on on, on Mary Joe, for example, and for, don't don't talk about don't don't call out Tom. Tom still knows that he could be called out too, and he's still paying attention. Mm-hmm. The different. That the difference certainly from a business standpoint for conversion, massive. But for uh, which is of course important to our bottom line. But to the to the client and attendee experience, it's, it's night and day. To know that you're seen and know that you matter, oh my goodness. And so many of us don't feel that we matter. We feel so many of us have felt disenfranchised and less than and so on. And we just take a look at the people we have. in Washington is an example for, for our American friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, good Lord, you want these these jokers representing you? They represent themselves and their own interests. They don't represent you. They don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Pretty horrible, frankly. If you, and, you know, and by the way, it's not just the U.S. I mean, the the whole thing is messed up. Uh, yeah. But if we did what's right for us, and we did what's right for our clients, the world will be so much of a better place. Which is really what I live by. Now the focus is on is on who we serve, because uh, when we serve them right, then they serve us right. Works yeah.
0: really good. Well, and I love what you said that about kind of. Almost finding that baseline happiness level to start from. And yeah, you know, I, I made a decision back in the, the winter uh, when I started I, I started supporting myself with DoorDash because my business started started strong, started making yeah. a lot of money, and then dropped off a bit because I wasn't able to deliver what I thought I could deliver. So mm-hmm. I had to kind of go back, get more training, get more skills and resources. I started doing DoorDash and then an Uber and I had this realization that you know, I, I produce this podcast. I do my morning motivation podcast that helps people. And I, I do I produce some positive stuff in the universe. And I said, if I, for the rest of my life, make my living doing DoorDash, Uber, whatever, and can produce content or do things that positively affect the world, that'll be a good life. Now yeah. I'd rather make more. I'd rather not have to be dri- working as much as I do and, and driving mm-hmm. weekends or whatnot. But sure. if I have to, and I can make an impact, that'll be a pretty good life. So that's my baseline. Yeah. And Everything else is above that because I've now got a stable income. I've yeah. I've got my needs taken care of. And now it's what can I give? How can I how can I give back to the world that's yo, know, I, I now own a house, I've got a family, I've got I got a lot of good things going on. Yeah. So and, and how can I help others?
1: And count those blessings. I was in mm-hmm. Bali years ago, and um, I remember I, I had hired a driver and a tour guide. I had two guys working for me during the week that I was there, and they made like ten or eleven dollars a day or something stupid like that. Uh, which, of course, in in Bali was a decent amount of money, but you know, clearly for those of us Westerners was nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I got to tell you, I haven't seen more happy people in my life. They were so happy. They had their temple, they had their family, and that was all they needed. And they had enough to cover their, their expenses. Cause when you're, when you're in Indonesia or Thailand or Vietnam or whatever, uh, the cost of living is very, very inexpensive. I mean, incredibly inexpensive. So, uh, you get spoiled very easily as a Westerner, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's all, it's all relative, uh, when you think about it, but they're, they happy people, they didn't need the drugs. They didn't need the, whatever the cocktails are of, 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 uh, mind control, you know, let alone even drinking to drive yourself into oblivion. They're just freaking happy people. Wow. Uh, and yeah, I know. And it's like, that's the whole thing. And, and if you take a look at it, you know, after you've taken care of your needs and you've met your needs, which is great. After you've taken care of your needs, everything else that you have after that is unnecessary so those that are millionaires and multiple multiple millionaires, uh, so many of them are still broke because what well, all they do is they just increase their expenses and add more stress. So let's buy mm-hmm. another let buy another private jet. No, we ding dong. You don't need another private jet. Come on, give me a break. Rent the damn thing. Have the same experience and not and don't don't have that extra expense and you'll live a better quality life. Truly, I can tell you that right now. I mm-hmm. I, I, I was when I lived in the Caribbean, I was living on Saint Croix and bought a house on Saint John, which was going to be our second home and uh at the end of the day we we rented it as a vacation home and you think and and i would have to go over there and and i'd have to manage it and you know why why did the pool leak and this and that and sealed the roof and sealed the floor decking you know when the people that came on holiday they came they enjoyed it they left they didn't have to worry about that it's like gee whiz what's the better better deal here spend a few thousand dollars more during that one week period and have no headaches or have the whole thing and have headaches all year round Mm -hmm. gee you know so an extra million or two will not change your life frankly, once you have against again that benchmark of covering your expenses and that's that's kind of important to play with. and I want people to think about making their next million, not making their first but making their next. It's a different mindset mm-hmm. and i and I can tell you this, having gone from broke and being worth more dead than alive, literally, uh, I think now about the next million as opposed to the first it makes a big mm-hmm. difference it makes a huge difference, yeah. So, uh, there's, there's that in recovering in recovering just means being, I'm going to say being courageous and having the tenacity, uh, to, to, to not keep giving up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's huge too for the, you know, for that person who, who's never had the success. A lot of times it's, oh, I tried something once.
1: Yeah. That, well, that, I, I, once I, I tried
0: it, and of course, if all your friends are saying, yeah, I knew you, I knew it wouldn't work because that doesn't uh, happen to people like yeah, us yeah. Well, and now we, they've proved it.
1: You you got to change who you hanging around with. You got to change who you hang around mm-hmm. with. Broke, broke attracts broke. I can tell you that. And you know, I I, I got in trouble for saying this once. It was like, you know, how you can help broke people? Don't be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really is true. Don't be one of them because it it just becomes a club, and you don't want that. I mean, I'll tell you, my th- I talked to, t- told you briefly about my my pride event. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that comes out of that event is that people leave that event with a completely different perspective of what they are worth. Inevitably, people leave pride and they double, triple, quadruple. I got one person that raised her prices nine times. I mean like 9X wow. uh, because, because her value was well, she realized like I'm giving stuff away. I'm like, girl, of course you are. I have, I have a woman that took, took our training. They went and di- produced her own event, had eight people show up and made 18 grand. You know, it would would just a one day event, not even done right. I mean, done really poorly, but she made money. So I almost want people to not have a home run at the ballpark with their first event. I want them to actually learn from and grow from because, you know, it is it is a journey. You may do great the first time around, then crash the second time. Uh, But but having the here's the big thing. Recognizing that you're not alone, recognizing that you have a support system and recognizing that you truly are worth more than you thought, real interesting revelations. And I gotta tell you, what's the value of that? Kind of priceless.
0: Yeah. Well and, and a huge thing about that, because I, I think there's there might people out there listening uh who, who are saying, Well, yeah, that that's cool. You know, you're the guy who knows a guy. Of course you know these people and make those connections. Um but yeah, you know, when we met three weeks ago, I was you didn't know he's the guy who knows the guy. You he know he was some guy. And, yes. and but you know, people like you. And I'm finding this after SAL. I've met with so many people. I mean, you know, people don't tend to reveal their net worth when I meet them, but I, I suspect over a dozen millionaires I've had conversations with oh, sure. over the last few weeks. Sure. And and they've all been extremely generous with their time and their mm-hmm. advice. And none of them are like, oh, Okay, yeah, 20 minutes, we're done. It's yeah. uh, you know, I had a call with uh with, with Phil paluca from Billionaires and Boxers, you know, very, very successful. Um, guy gave me a lot of advice, on my podcast, we were scheduled for either 20 or 30 minute call yeah. and he just kept talking and, yeah. you know, as long as he wasn't ending the call, I was going to end it. So, yeah, and, and he was so generous with his, with his time and advice and, and introductions and, and, and you and so many others, you know, a lot of people are going to meet on the podcast. And I think when people, you know, you need to realize if you go to places like I mean, strategic Alliance live is a unique virtual environment, but you yeah. can make these connections. You can go on, on LinkedIn, you can join these groups. And people, they want to help. They want to, they want to support people.
1: We remember, you know, it's funny. People have helped me for my entire life and still do. I mean, I got people that, that, that have seen in me more than I've seen in myself, which is really wonderful. And through the bad times, they still liked me. They still were my friend, even though, um, I wouldn't say I didn't deserve it, but, uh, I didn't have that anything to offer. Mm -hmm. But, but apparently I did because my humanity was something to offer, you know, um, and i've got one friend who's become a really good mentor and he's like i knew i knew it was coming i couldn't wait to see it i i was just waiting to see this change for you mm-hmm. and it's miraculous uh, and and i'll tell you i you know i've never been the kind of person that's been so full of himself i remember i mean i remember the the journey you know it's been a long journey um and now i get i get to give back a little bit too and i always thought give back was was bullshit. I really did. I was like, "I'm going to get back." You know, yeah, get out of here. But I will tell you, it's one of the most wonderfully self self ish things you can do. I love I love helping other people, and that makes me feel good. So it's selfish. Mother Teresa loved helping other people. That was pretty selfish, wasn't it? She mm-hmm. did it for her heart. But amazing, how everybody benefited. So uh, if if I can be with somebody, I'll give you an example. Uh, I uh, there's a massage school just literally two blocks from where I live. And so I, I went down there a few weeks back, uh, got on the table and this, this young guy from, uh, from the UK, uh, was studying here in Australia and he's starting to rub me down. And, and, uh, uh, we start talking he's like, I want, I want to do some online stuff. I've got, I've got a, a sports training, uh, business and I want to start doing some stuff online. And I'm like, really, <laughs> you should come to my, you should come to my event coincidentally it starts tonight at 1am see because here in australia i start teaching one o'clock in the morning which is 11 o'clock in new york
0: okay so
1: so, i mean unfortunately when i because of the time difference it really does kind of suck for me but i love what i do and so for, for three for three nights all night long i will teach make a lot of money doing so by, by the, you know, by the way, but mm-hmm. uh, the next week I'm like, I'm all jet lagged, but it's worth it. Cause people walk out of this thing going, oh my God, it's the best event in my life. It's been amazing. Uh, and it is, it really is a good event. So anyway, so this guy, you know, he's a kid. Uh, and I can say that cause I'm no longer, perhaps I'm a kid in my mind, but not in my body. Um, and, uh, in any event, I'm like, listen, my, my pride event starts at 1am. I will comp you a ticket come, I think it'll shift your life. Not only did he come and he kind of whinged a little bit. I think whinging is more of an Australian term, but, but, you know, kind of whined a little bit about it's the middle of the night. I'm like, yeah, and I'm teaching it. So what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Like, I have no sympathy. When people whine about, about time, I'm like, no, 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 you have nothing to talk about. Um, And uh, anyway, so he came and he upgraded to, to our VIP package, which is a couple hundred bucks. I mean, it's a great, our VIP is a great deal, but I didn't expect that the student you know, it was going to invest 200 US dollars in an Australian economy and so on. But he did. And I went back the following weekend for another, for another massage. I do it once a week and guess who's waiting for me? Same guy. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, could, you know, it, so now it's like, I see him every week and he's, I, and then it, it was, I, I was really tired. I wanted to was lay down and the next thing I'm doing I'm, is I'm, I'm teaching him for an hour while he's, or while he's giving me a massage. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's great I've got like this little mentor and, and now he's like listen i will help you with, with sports therapy and you you help me i'm like all day long kid you know all you day
0: long.
1: so it and it, you know what it really does feel good too it really does feel good because yeah. it's the it's the future you now if you, you can share that share that and give them an easier an easier path uh it's cool it really, okay. and, and you know what, you get out of yourself. You get out of feeling tired. You get out of feeling so sorry for yourself. You mm-hmm. share, you share things that are valid and important, and you feel good about yourself at the same time. So
0: it works. Well, it's something I hear a lot is that that I've made enough money because, um, as you said, there's a certain point once your needs are met, money can only you know the second yacht is not as much fun as the first yacht. Exactly, and and exactly. so so then where do you find your satisfaction? Where do you find mm-hmm. your and, and you mm-hmm. see that you know with with billionaires sometimes I think we we kind of poo-poo that but you know elon musk wanting to build spacex you know his mission to build spacex however you feel about it in his mind he's saving humanity sure like like it wasn't i just want to build a space uh, a space company it's like i want to make us a two planet species um because money you know he, he he's made enough he has he could just retire and live you know the, the uh, very opulent life, but he wanted to do something else. And, yeah. and I've met yeah. you know, so many people who say, yeah, I made enough money. So that's why, and I want to help people however yeah. I can do it.
1: You think about Warren Buffett and the money he gave away and Bill Gates and so on. And, you know, it's like another few million dollars, whatever, will make zero difference. I mean, yeah. zero di- They're, they're so, they're so wealthy that why not? I, I remember when I was going to, uh, have my property in Costa Rica sold, I was going to walk away. My share, my investors were going to make over thirty percent on their money, and I had—I was going to walk away with six million net U.S. dollars. I mean, net. And so I sat at the Sheraton Gateway Hotel on Century Boulevard in Los Angeles with about six or seven other people who I'd flown in, and we were creating a foundation to help kids. And the mm-hmm. idea was to get those Nik- Nicholas Negroponte computers, one hundred dollar co- uh, computers, and have sister cities like like a, like a school in Wichita and a, and a school in Lebanon or whatever uh, and have them communicate with each other digitally so that they could recognize that the kids in the US and the kids in 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 uh, in Arab countries and so on were not enemies mm-hmm. that we're all the same because the kids are the future of the planet the adults like us forget it we're in you know, it's all over the judgmental yeah. and all this but kids, they're malleable, and and when they can recognize that they are no different, that they are they they can love each other uh, and respect each other. That's the that's what that was what will save our plan. That's huge, yeah, yeah. Big. It's a big thing. It never came off because we ended up going bankrupt. But <laughs> but, but, but you know, at the end of the day, when you have your money, what's next? Right. You know, what's what's next? So so for me, it's kids. I mean, I love the environment. I mean, and, you know, you, you've got to pick. Charities, you know, gosh, what do you pick? There's so many things to choose from, so, but pick something. Whether it's animals or whether it's the environment or you know whatever it is, I just happen to like kids. I think kids are pretty freaking awesome because mm-hmm. um, I, I th- again, I think that the future they will fix the environment, they will fix the world, they will, you know they they can fix all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know we need these kids. We need these kids to 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 protest. We need these kids to shift things around. We need these kids in in Thailand, for example, to help you know get rid of this whole military rule. I, I better be careful what I say now because I don't want to go back and get arrested. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you can't talk about Hong Kong where That whole thing's been destroyed. The, I mean, the world is it's, right now. We are in serious serious crap. So the the kids and and the 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 uh, courage that they have. Is a big deal. So the more we can inspire them and empower them and recognize them, I think the better. Anyway, yeah. we, that's we've that's been it. we we I could go on this forever. And at some point, I got to get some sleep. Yeah, and you talk about <laughs> you know, people at ultimate with, with big time. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny. Um, some of the most successful people are the busiest and don't have a lot of time. Yep. Uh, and so you know, uh, and I find these days that managing my time has become really important to where if I have a 15 minute phone call, I must hold that 15 minutes. Cause I could go for four hours. Uh-huh. I, teach, I teach a three day program. I can say hello. And then four days later we're finished. And the, <laughs> audience, the audience is on the floor. They're in a coma, but I'm just like rocking it, you know? Yep. You know? Um, so I've now, you know, now if I'm booked, I, I structure myself with, with appointments so that I have to be on target and have to be on time uh, because that way it does uh, it, it helps everybody along the way. Uh, but being generous with time, you know, the more you can serve, the better. And so that, that, you know, so if you're in the doldrums, it will help you on a way out. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, you and I talked about one of the things that we can do to help you and your group of, of folks, because uh, I want to give people as much as I can to have them see futures. For example, I want people to be able to do high ticket offers and sell their wisdom to others and inspire Mm -hmm. others in whatever way they can, because people don't recognize how much they really have inside and what they can do to help other people. And that's what I teach. And it's, it's become just one gigantic passion to help people get their, their message out there. And it's not just, it's not just the, um, how do I say it? The, 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 the passionate message, because that's wonderful, but I, I want a passionate message that pays. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's like the phrase that pays. I want I want people to be able to share great wisdom, but also get paid really well for it, uh, because then when you have that kind of wealth, uh, you're in a completely different position to help others. But unless yeah. you, unless you you know it's that same that whole airplane oxygen thing. I've been teaching that for years. You mm-hmm. know, when that mask comes down and that airplane, which maybe if you haven't been on to in a long time, um, <laughs> you know, it's like you got to put it on yourself first because if you're dead, you can't help anybody. Yep. Yep. So. Absolutely. You know, and at the end of the day, I, I do not want to be taught by a broke person. You know, how are you yeah. going to teach me how to be successful if you are broke? That just yes. doesn't. There's just no tracking there. <laughs> you know, you want to learn how to be a millionaire. How about we learn from a person that's been a millionaire? Absolutely. You know, it's just, just something about that. So,
0: yeah. So, so tell me about the events. I know you have a special offer. Um, so, I, of course, I have the Success Accelerated Network, and and we arrange that you've got a a special access to the Pride events for the SAN members. So. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that.
1: I love supporting people, so my program is called Pride. I mentioned it. It's how to produce ridiculously irresistible digital events that generate wealth. I love acronyms. We have a program called the Lodge. Let's over deliver great events. Um, but uh, anyway, so so Pride um, last summer sold out at two thousand bucks, dollars and it still sells that way if you go to the website. Uh, but when you join um, the group, when you uh, when you uh, become a member, I decided that. Let's comp you in. Let's give it to you because so many of you need that accelerator. And Pride really is, to a large extent, one gigantic accelerator for three days. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. So you, I'll comp you in. You'll get in for free when you join um, Success, Success Accelerator <laughs> Network. Yeah. Success so, Accelerator Network, yeah. yeah. There you go. S-A-N, right? S-A-N. Uh, S-A-N. And, and Michael's got all the links and everything. So you join S-A-N and you come to Pride for free. One little caveat, though. One of the things that you get when you join Pride is this care package called a swag box, uh, and it's remarkable. It's really great. It's part of the experience you are you need to have, and it's one of the things I teach. So it's it's a requirement. Uh, so cover the cost of that, which is forty nine dollars if you're in the U S. and fifteen dollars more for shipping outside the U S. And you're my guest. Uh, that's so pretty assume, that's pretty That's pretty amazing, actually. It, it, it is. I mean, it really is, but it's, it's worthwhile. You'll probably want to upgrade to VIP and that's a couple hundred bucks before the event. I recommend that. And there's good reasons why. And some, Great bonuses to go with it, uh, but moreover, we don't, and we don't trust me. We wouldn't make money in any of that stuff. If that's that, just starts to cover some basic costs. Uh, but I walk people through how to do these events, how to value yourself, how to create a, an offer that we call a high ticket offer. That's anywhere from five thousand to hundred thousand dollars or so. Uh, because people want what you have. How do you get mm-hmm. people to actually register for your event? How do you get them to show up for the event? How do you get them to be engaged and fall in love with you during the event? How do you make an offer where people are like, oh, yeah, I want that? And how do you not sell? How do you serve so people want to invest with you and to where your salespeople are really order takers because they don't have to manipulate or, or persuade? All they got to do is serve. You know, that, with, that's, that's huge. It's a big deal. I've done this for 40 years. I know what I'm talking about, and uh, and that's what what it's all about. And if you want to be successful, if you want to accelerate your growth, if you want to make your own personal stage be something that you're in control and command of, this program will do that for you. Of course, you got to do the work. I don't do it for you. You got to do the work, but I'll give you I'll give you the tools. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we do it every every few months. The next one, just for those of you that are watching, like right now is july 22nd through 24th but we do it every few months so if you're listening to this and you know in another six months eight months ten months whatever it is the likelihood is that you're just a few weeks away from the next pride event uh, but you got to join san to get this deal so uh which means you gotta be really nice to michael because if he doesn't like you, he's not gonna let you join
0: that's true um, true right yep
1: yeah. and, and by the way those are my rules too you can't come into my high level programs like my safari program unless i like you Unless mm-hmm. I want to, unless I want to spend the rest the next year with you, because the last thing I want to do is wake up in the morning and go oh it's them again <laughs> you know yeah. um, I, I, it's more fun for me and for you too when you have people that you're serving that you love and then you're not yeah. ever, you're never working anymore
0: and that's the beauty about having your baseline set you know having securing your your basic needs you don't have to work with people you don't want to work with people will spoil the party um, that's huge mm-hmm. but exactly. But it, yeah, it is. It's so great that you're sharing this with us because um, I think this will be incredible. Uh, and and also, I think a lot of people think, well, I don't have anything to offer, and they don't <laughs> realize their lifetime experience. There's something, yeah. you know, whether it's it's mindset work or they've discovered something around, you know, yoga or they've got a particular technique for for art or, or whatever. Um, there's there's some skill they have. There's some resource they have that to the right person is worth ten thousand dollars.
1: For sure. Well, here's something else to consider. So we have another another program called the TikTok Business School, which is launching next week, actually. Actually, it launched uh, yesterday, but the first event is next week. And we'll be repeating that one again as well. I am not the TikTok whisperer at all, but I have a partner <laughs> who I found, and he's really, he's pretty brains His name is Caleb Roberts. And um, I brought him in to speak at one of my events. Love what he had to say. We, we kind of bonded. And it was we were like, let's just, let's do an event together. You know, I'll produce it and, you know, and you deliver the content. And that's exactly what we're doing. I do not need to be the expert. I brought in the expert. And that's what you're demonstrating too, Michael. You're, Mm -hmm. you're bringing in, you're bringing an expert. You're the guy that knows the guy. And because you are the guy that knows the guy, and I love that. I think it's a really cool, cool (laughs) thing, uh, is, is that people will start to attribute you to that same level of success. And so you're, your perspective and your perception in the minds of your viewers and listeners is, is very different. And I've done that for years. I mean, when mm-hmm. I first started my first digital event, which was in 2009, even though I was a successful real estate investor and trainer, I was unknown outside my little community. So I went and I found other people that were experts in their communities, brought them on board, you know, and put my arms around them digitally. Mm-hmm. I, and that's what built my business. It was built on the backs of others so you can so it doesn't have to be about all that you know for those of you watching go i don't know anything i haven't done anything get over yourself bring on people that are amazing and you host oprah winfrey didn't deliver her own content think about this oprah winfrey Mm -hmm. became influential because she had the right guests
0: yes yes
1: so think about it that way you can be oprah Mm -hmm. in your own sense in your own way so, I'll yep. and, with it. and that's
0: what the, that's what success Celebrity network's all about is 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 yeah. basically getting people to me and through me to everyone else I know. Yeah, and so you know, it's not about it's not about me. It's about you know putting me next to you and making people thinking, hey, he's almost as cool as Ken Krell. And if I can be almost as cool as Ken Krell, then you know I've come quite a ways.
1: Yeah, baby, that's it. Suck up to your suck up to your guests.
0: That's what I'm Absolutely, because <laughs> that, that's what they're like. When can I get back on the show? I feel so good.
1: Oh well, well you know what else? You, uh, here's another trick, right? If you, if you can get on someone else's program, you want to do all you can to suck up to the host. You want to serve that host as much as you can emulate Michael, for example, uh, you know, and make him feel good because then he'll, A, he'll have you back. B, he'll be, he'll, he may promote you more, but moreover, he may recommend you to another show to be on. That's influential mm-hmm. because people do that. Uh, but more, you know, at the end of the day, the more you are nice to others, I mean, I've taught this for decades, two words, two secret words to success. You ready? Write this down, boys and girls. If you're driving, pull over to the side of the road. Uh, I mean, this is serious stuff. The two words, ready? Be nice. B-E yep. space N-I-C-E. Be nice. Mm-hmm. If you are, now, you know, listen, if someone's being a jerk, um, you can be nice and say, I love you. Please go over there so I can love you from afar, <laughs> you know, uh, but there is no reason for you to be a jerk. There is no reason. Now, again, I'm not saying to to let people crap all over you, but I'm saying, being nice to others because the nicer you are, the more likely they will be nice to you.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's, that's huge. Just works. You know? Absolutely huge. And that, that's a, as a great moment to go off on, cause uh, I know you need to get to bed. Cause it's, I know. And, and the I remember the it's, night over there
1: before we started this, I was like, I really need to like land this because I've got to get some sleep. Cause today, today was just a long day tomorrow. I started, I started yep. 6 p.m. It's midnight. I started in six hours, uh, on camera. And, uh, <laughs> And I was like, I really should get to sleep. And here I am. And I said to you, we're going to have a good time and it will go long anyway, because, and here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> ever say, yeah. How long is it going to be? Because I'd, I'd like to be done in half an hour. I want to I really and, uh, uh, get to sleep. I really want to get
1: to And I'm, trust me, I am exhausted. I've got hours and hours of work to do. I'm going to bed.
0: Well, thank uh, you for being so generous with your time. I, with all I, your your experience I, and knowledge I, and and with the, uh, the the Pride program too. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. I think, I know, you listen, I know you guys will love it. So if you have been kind of hanging around and, and around the edges and loving Michael from afar, get up, get over yourself, join S.A.N., mm-hmm.
0: grab
1: your, your ticket to pride, spend a few days with me. Michael will be with us as well, at least for one of those upcoming prides uh, that we can fit into a schedule and have some fun <laughs> with us, you know, sh- change your life. That's what this whole thing's about. Michael is so – I mean we've talked privately before we got into this podcast, and Michael is super committed to the success of the program and the success of you as a member.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you can – and by the way, he's charging you nothing to join. I mean it is like – it is insulting how inexpensive <laughs> it is. $21 I'm, I'm, a month currently, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like it's stupid for what you're getting, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, don't be stupid. Just say yes.
0: Yeah, you know? and, and do it before I wise up and change and raise the price. Yeah, yeah
1: I mean truly, I'm so, telling me I should. I, I keep telling, and that's that's also why I raised the stakes. I gave him I gave him a two thousand dollar bonus for you.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you know if you don't if you don't do this, you're you're you you it's just it's nuts. <laughs> it's just nuts. Okay, <laughs> it just it really is. It's nuts. So join SAN come to pride. We'll spend some time together and you'll, you'll thank me and you'll thank Michael. And, and that's it. That's the, that's the bottom line. Um, well, I, want, well, I want that to be a takeaway.
0: Well, thank you so much, Ken. Uh, people can join the S A N at signup.successaccelerator.network. And that's in the show notes. Um, and through that we can, we'll connect you with pride and that gets you in touch with Ken and then life is good and, and your business begins. So thank you very much for, for being so generous with your time and going a little bit, uh, Longer than we we planned. This has been a, <laughs> a fantastic conversation.
1: Th- thanks, Mike. Hey, Michael. One other thing: where can they find the show notes?
0: Uh, so the show notes. Uh, so if, if you go to knows uh, dot com slash podcast, all the episodes have the notes there, and of course the notes are on on the uh, episode itself. But I know when I listen to podcasts, I never actually look at the actual show notes. But if you go to knows dot com slash podcast, there's the notes from all the shows. on there i think we're up to 60 70 something episodes at this point so that's awesome
1: because if if you're out jogging as i used to be way back (laughs) um you know i would never remember any of that so so go to those show notes click the link join it yep and life and your life will change
0: absolutely well thank you so much and and thanks for the thanks for the podcast tip there too that was great so you you have a good you have a good night get to bed
1: yes sir it's it's good morning now
0: okay have a a good morning
1: michael thank you It's it's been a pleasure
0: all right yes it's been fantastic thank you this has been the guy who knows a guy podcast with your host michael whitehouse this great theme song is by patrick howard If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to, to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, -connect jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.